Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. So excited that you're here. So we're going to get into trusting people when you have gone through multitude of disappointments, when you've gone through betrayal, abandonment, lying, cheating, things like that, where someone has really let you down. Um, and we're going to talk about tr how to trust people again. Uh, and really, this honestly keeps people stuck for years and years, and they don't ever really learn how to be vulnerable when they haven't healed these kind of like deep inner wounds. And a lot of people don't even realize that they have a trust issue until it starts either ruining their relationships or they're just not getting the things that they want in their life. And it's because this block is um, standing in the way of kind of the freedom and the peace that they really want to have in their life. So before we get into this, let me just say that I always link everything down below in terms of coaching options, whether it's private coaching, individual sessions, or purchasing one of my online courses. I think it's a great way to invest in yourself and help you not only kind of heal from what you've been through, but really learn how to survive it and thrive later on. So if you guys are interested, I always link everything down below, but let's get into this week's podcast because I am super excited because I love this this kind of topic because a lot of people struggle with the same things abandonment is a big thing trusting people is a big thing and a lot of people struggle with trusting others after coming out of a narcissistic or unhealthy relationship and when leaving these types of relationships for whatever the reasons are you're going to experience or you may experience bouts of anxiety or stress or depression or definitely your self-esteem has been affected and it's because you've been dealing with abuse for a period of time and now it's starting to actually hinder you from having a healthy view of yourself. So prior to entering this relationship, you probably didn't have the healthiest view of yourself already. And I always say that most of us didn't get what we needed growing up. Most of us are not healthy. And, and a lot of what I teach is really having you guys understand what healthy looks like and what unhealthy looks like because a lot of us just live our lives on autopilot and we don't realize the way that we live our lives or the things that we think or the things that we aren't aware of or don't practice are affecting every single area of your life. One thing that I'm always stressing is self-development and really healing and reprogramming and rebuilding and like all these things that I talk about in my programs and private coaching and here on the podcast as well as on YouTube, it's about learning what's going on inside of you, what happened, and not just in childhood, but what has happened over the course of your life that has stayed with you, that has caused you to not have that really deep connection with yourself or have a really healthy sense of emotional health as well as mental health. Most of us know how to take care of ourselves physically and perhaps even spiritually, but we really miss the mark on learning what mental health is and emotional health. And those are going to be the two key things that are going to cause you to feel happy, peace, contentment, achieve goals, have the things that you want in your life, have great relationships with people. It doesn't mean that you'll only attract healthy people. No, because there's too many toxic people in the world, so you will come in contact with them, but you'll know how to manage that relationship. You'll know how to set up boundaries in order to kind of protect yourself from any type of, ab of abuse. So when you have, when you entered into this relationship because you didn't already have a really good sense of your own self, you didn't have probably high standards, you didn't know how to set boundaries, or even if you did and you were super strong and healthy in the beginning, 
that person tapped into some kind of fear, wound, insecurity, giving you something that you really, really crave, which is an, an unhealed wound. Um, and that kind of caused everything that you had prior to kind of go out the window. And I hear so many people say, well, I felt so good to go before meeting this person and now I'm a mess, you know, and I was, I was so independent and I was so happy and I was so this and this and this. And here's the thing, this person was bringing out something in you that was allowing you to develop, allowing you to rise up to another level of not only consciousness, but mental health and emotional health, because chances are you weren't 100% before. And you're never going to be, because life is always happening to kind of challenge us to help us learn something that we need to learn in order to, like I said, level up or grow up or mature or develop, whatever you want to call it. So this person really reinforced the things that were kind of you were carrying around with you for probably a multitude of years. They were reinforcing, here's this wound, here's this lack, here's this insecurity. So when the relationship ended or they betrayed or they cheated or they did anything, there are things that have happened that we keep within us and we never heal. And a lot of it is really just feeling. And I know it sounds so basic, but being able to actually feel sad in order to feel frustrated in order to feel what it is that you really feel which is the disappointment is a huge part of emotional health because you have to be able to get to the root of what it is you're feeling and a lot of the times we mask what we're feeling with things like anger bitterness resentment you know frustration all of that rather than just saying what i'm actually feeling is deep sadness and disappointment that you turned out to be something that I never thought you were capable of being and sitting and unfortunately sitting in that for a minute you know I think most of us are programmed to not know how to feel to not go there because it's not something that we experienced growing up where the adults around us or that we were nurtured and given this great quality of let me sit in a space for you while you feel what it is you need to feel. We were just taught to push through feelings that we shouldn't feel the way that we do. And so that never gives us a healthy sense of emotional health to be able to have a really great inner circle or inner trust within ourselves to be able to say, okay, I can feel my sadness and I can kind of um, give myself that own space and hold hold that own space for myself while I go through this experience. And even with an adult, I think a lot of times when adults don't know how to do this for themselves and it's perfectly fine because there are some things that are too much for us mentally and emotionally to really process and we need to gradually you know deal with what it is that's going on. You know if you experience an abrupt trauma, you're not in that moment going, or maybe even right after, going to really be able to go through every emotional space that you need in order to process what you've been through. You're gonna go through things like denial. You're gonna go through things like bargaining. You're gonna go through things like not wanting to really accept what's happening or just not wanting to deal with what's in front of you and wanting to just push it aside. So I think that it's so, so important to realize that even if you are an adult, go see a therapist, go see a coach, go see someone. And the reason why I say someone else other than friends and family is because chances are friends and family are emotionally in our lives with us. And so oftentimes they're the worst people 
to help us or, or attempt to help us because they can't really sit in a good space for us. They can't let us feel something because they don't want us to see us suffer. And so they want us to get out of this space and move on really quickly. Or they're too emotionally invested in this situation as well that they give us bad advice. And we don't realize that they're giving us bad advice. We just take it and we just roll with it. So it's so important to make sure that if you are seeking any kind of help, that it is someone outside of your life. And that's why therapy and coaching is so, so beneficial because it allows you to see the world with like fresh eyes. Someone's not emotionally in it with you. They can sit in a space for you and actually really hold your hand, so to speak, while you process the feelings and emotions that you need to feel. So this is why, you know, either investing in a coach or investing in a therapist or something else other than just friends and family can really help you because you you don't want to just cope with what has happened to you. You want to be able to really heal from it so it actually doesn't stay with you in your future. And that's what we mean by wounds or traumas and things that affect us going forward. So we want to go through things in life and be able to learn how to deal with it, how to heal from it, how to not let it affect our future. Um, that way we don't keep doing the same things over and over again, whether it's attracting um, you know, toxic relationships or quite frankly, just sabotaging our relationships, whatever it is. And we also want to be happy and healthy ourselves and we, want, we don't want to really carry around that negativity and toxic bleh from the experience that we went through. That's the only word I can think of. Bleh. Um, so when we really, when we bring these things into our next relationship, it's because we haven't healed from them and we don't want to do that. And not only even in our future relationships, but we just want to be able to cope and heal and manage and move on from these experiences and not have them stay with us for our entire lives and I'm sure you as well as myself know so many people that this thing that they went through it affected their life for either their entire life or a really long period of time so one thing most people struggle with coming out of these relationships is trusting other people so when someone disappoints you it's very easy to just assume everyone's like this person or you have felt such disappointment and pain that you never want to experience that again and so you begin to just put up walls and the reality is that while there are a lot of unhealthy people in the world whatever you went through there's two things that i always like to tell my clients number one what you went through while yes it was painful it didn't kill you maybe it broke you a little maybe it tore you apart maybe it was a painful experience and we don't want to ever experience pain no one signs up for that but with life, pain is just unavoidable and you can try to make the best decisions you can to avoid these kind of painful experiences that we have to go through, but on some levels, they're going to happen. And so I think it's about, number one, recognizing that no matter what happens to me, I'm going to be okay. I think that's a really, it's one of my mantras and it's a beautiful freeing statement because it means that I'm not held back by what happens to me, that even though it's painful, I'll be okay. And it, it, it just, I think it allows you to kind of just bounce back into life a little bit more rather than really, really putting up walls and never letting people in again because of what one person did, a few people did, etc. I think the other thing is to understand where people are at 
the level in which people operate at in that not everyone is at the same level. No one's at the same level. So you're basically trying to understand that this person did what they did because they're not well, they're not healthy. I think when you don't take things personally, when you recognize that no matter what happens to me, I'm going to be okay, then you don't fear being vulnerable in relationships going forward. But when you keep the stories going around and around of people can't be trusted, all men cheat, everyone does this, everyone's always disappointed me and blah, 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 then you stay stuck in cycles where you don't want to trust people and you don't want to put up walls because you fear that someone's going to let you down. And I think another really big part goes back to that 80-20 rule. If you are good to go and you're given 80% of what you need every single day to yourself, then you won't feel an utter crush by another human being when it's kind of that bounce back thing. Yes, it'll hurt. Yes, it'll sting. Yes, it'll be painful. We're not, you know, robots, but it won't be something that completely and utterly devastates us where we can never really move on again. And that's, that's the stuff that, you know, I get goosebumps even saying it because that's the stuff that we don't want. We don't want to have something happen to us where, or even a couple of experiences to happen to us because we were dealing with someone who's really unhealthy, has no idea where their wounds are, and have that person dictate my life and whether or not I'm vulnerable with another person or whether or not I trust another person. So that's one kind of side of the coin. The other side is, did I trust this person too early? Did I project what I wanted to see in this person and they weren't capable of actually being this person? I think that's a really, really important question to kind of ask yourself. Was this person ever capable of holding and, you know, keeping my trust safe in the relationship? And I know for me, any person that ever disappointed me prior to them doing what they did, I saw it. I saw things where they probably weren't the best person, the most healthy person, but I made the best decision I could with where I was at that time. And I can't get down on myself for not seeing things that I then saw after the fact because hindsight is twenty twenty. But I also knew that what someone did wasn't about me. And I think that that was really freeing. And I also understood that what one person does, another person could never do um, because I could never do it. So if I believed that I was a good person and then even on some levels we're all human and we all make mistakes and we all mess up and we're all trying to figure it out and we're all operating from our own level of consciousness and our own level of wounds when you start to really really grasp those concepts and the ego starts to go away not only do you start to forgive people but you do trust people again but I think what happens is you learn a healthy balance between let me really, really get to know you. Let me slowly build trust with you. Let me see, are you a person that I should have in my day-to-day -day life as a romantic partner? Are you a person that I can lean on? And understanding that not everyone you can lean on because that's not, they're not capable of being the person that you want them to be. And so when you work on the projection, when you work on giving yourself 80% and being as healthy as you possibly can be, when you work on standards, when you work on learning what forgiveness is, when you kind of start really understanding, like I said, a lot of these concepts, you move on from experiences quicker 
because they don't hold you back. They don't hold you down. You don't stay stuck in cycles. You don't let stories, you know, you don't feed these stories time and time again, which keeps you really kind of unhappy, quite frankly, and not able to really heal. So guys, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. You know, really, really think about investing in yourself. This is a huge part of really loving yourself is understanding that there are tools, there are skills, there are strategies, there are things that unfortunately you didn't learn that you really need in order for you to move on from this experience. I will link down below if you would like to book an individual session with me and I will see you next week.